Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. 
888-789-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 10th of January. Good to have you aboard. We got a lot going on here today, a lot to get to. We'll pack it in here on a Tuesday morning, although you may be listening to this in the afternoon, you may be listening in the evening. That's the future. I don't know I don't know what's happened in the hours in between recording the show and then you guys listening. I hope everyone's had a great day in the time in between that's taking place, all right? You're in the future. I'm right over here. You know I love future movies. Oh, my God. I was watching. There was a, a trailer that came on. I forget the name of the show. Damn it. But there was a trailer that came on for a new show, like maybe on Amazon Prime, and, and and they say, 
time travel. And all of a sudden, I perk up. I'll watch anything time travel. You know what type of movies slash television shows your boy loves? Time travel movies? I'm in. Prison movies? I'm in. I have a very strange obsession with both, okay? So, hey, at Zaslow Show, at Zaslow J on Instagram. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Zaslow Show. If you got prison movies or time travel movies or shows, all right, series, send those recommendations to me. Oh, man, I love prison movies. I, I, I don't ever want to go to prison. I, I would definitely be holding someone's pocket. It would, it would be ugly. All right, look, look at this, put him. Look at his face. You think this survives in prison? No chance. Uh, time travel movies, I would love to time travel. We've been through this before, right? If you could time travel, if you go to the past or go to the future, I go to the past, all right? I think a lot of people would go to the future. I go to the past because... I would want to, not that I have like regrets or anything like that, but there, there's some things that I'd probably want to fix, you know, or, or do differently or do better. So I, I would go to the past. Plus in the future, I, I don't know what's waiting for me there in the future. You know, is it like dark side and he, he's looking, you know, it, it's the apocalypse. He's looking for the, the anti-life equation. He found it. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm in that nightmare sequence with Batman. No, no, no. I can't risk that. So if time travel happened, yeah, I'm getting in that DeLorean. I'm going back in time, all right? But time travel movies, prison movies, you got your suggestions. You send them to me at Zaslow Show on Twitter. So speaking of which, we got a poll question today. All right, at Zaslow Show on Twitter. Go check out the Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question today. Today's poll question. You ready for it? Here's what we got. Today's poll question is, after watching... The national championship, the Miami Hurricanes, are how many years away? That's the question. After watching the national championship, the Miami Hurricanes are how many years away? And you guys are coming out. You're voting early and often, so keep getting out there. Keep voting. Here are your choices. The Canes are one to two years away, five years away, light years away. Those are the answers, all right? So what are you voting one to two years away, five years away, or light years away. And right now, the leader at 68, overwhelming, at 68% of the vote, the Miami Hurricanes are light years away after watching the national championship last night. Last night was the best and the worst national championship game I've ever seen. First of all, let me start off by saying, that 7.30 p.m. start is money. 7.30. Remember yesterday on the show, like, it says here the game was at 7.30. Yeah, television right now. I'm watching for a sake. They got the king of Cuck Mountain, Keyshawn Johnson. And we're going to get to him coming. He was putting his place yesterday. We're going to get to that. Don't worry about that. That's, that's coming up in big deal. Not a big deal. Keyshawn, king of Cuck Mountain, he was putting his place yesterday. But, like, they're asking how bad was the championship game last night. It was the best and the worst championship game. First of all, starting at 7.30 p.m., money. Love the 7.30 p.m. starts. I was saying on the show yesterday, could this be right? Could it actually be a 7.30 start? You know, the NBA Finals, they start at 9.10. Major League Baseball started doing it right a few years ago where their their first pitch for the World Series, 7.59. Yes, yes, before 8 p.m. But you know the baseball games, baseball playoff games especially, are so long. These college football games, they take so long. And, you, you know, if the college football playoff is starting at 8, 
8.30, you know, the fake 8 p.m. start where they tell you, where they tell you 8 o'clock, but then it's a 30-minute pregame show, and it really doesn't start till 8.30. These college football playoff games are so long. 7.30 start. Why can't the big title games always be 7.30? Like, I make this argument for the NBA. Why can't the NBA be an 8 p.m. start? I'm not even asking for 7.30. Why can't NBA Finals be 8 p.m.? Oh, West Coast. Well, I, I mean... Last I checked, you know, it's the same time difference. Last night, the game starts at 7.30 here, East Coast time. What happened 4.30 out in the West Coast? Like, nobody was able to watch it? Of course they watched it. Of course they watched it. Why is this any different? Why can the college football, which I'm sure got monster numbers, at least at the start of the game, you know, by the end, nobody was watching. Terrible. There was no one in the stands. Place was empty. Why can't, if the national championship is at 7.30, why can't the NBA Finals start at 7.30? Why can't all the other big championship games start at 7.30? The West Coast time. You're going to watch. If it were 4.30 here on the East Coast somehow, that'd be crazy. But if it were 4.30 here on the East Coast and there's a championship game on that you care about, you're going to be like, oh, I can't, I'm working. Yeah, you're going to watch it. You're going to find a way to watch it. So love that, that they had the 7.30 starts. Now, like I said, <coughs> excuse me. I'm actually very pleased with the way Georgia and TCU went last night. 62-7 to Georgia wins. I'm very pleased because this was the best and the worst championship game I have ever seen. It was the worst championship game. I mean, that goes without saying. 62-7, to uh, 65-7, excuse me. So if you had TCU, and I know some people pick TCU. If you had TCU plus 57, you were a loser. You didn't cover 65 to 7. Georgia, back to back national champions. This was obviously a terrible game. It was the worst game. It was not competitive. I shut the game off late second quarter when it was 38 to 7. And that leads me to why this was also the best national title game. Because I just, I couldn't muster up the, the energy to really get invested in this game. This was one of those games, and this happens every now and then. This was one of those games where, although it doesn't usually happen with championship games, championship games usually very into, but there could be another big game or, or, or whatever it is, you know, where like say it's the NBA and the NBA is so stupid with their timing where there'll be like a game seven. It'll be like Denver Phoenix game seven and, and you want to watch it, but the game's at 1030. So it's like, oh, damn it. I got, got to stay up. I don't want to because it's really late. It's so stupid that it's at 1030, but I got to stay up. So you kind of force yourself to watch it. So it happens sometimes. And I kind of felt that way at the start of the game yesterday and even leading up to it. I wasn't that excited for the game. And, and you know, yesterday, my family, we got home. We, we were skiing in Park City, Utah all of last week. And we took the red eye last night. Uh, well, I guess it's two nights ago. But we, we got home yesterday morning. And on the Uber home, once we had landed, I, I turned to my son. I said, you know, the national championships tonight. It, like, it kind of snuck up on you. It's, it's, it's dumb that it's at Monday night. Although I love the 730 start. Put, put that down. Write that in black ink. That's permanent. But... That was one of those games where I was kind of forcing myself. All right. Like last night, I wanted to watch Monday Night Raw live. And I, <coughs> excuse me, I never watch Monday Night Raw live. I, I'll go back and I'll breeze through it. I'll watch it taped, you know, a day later, a couple days later, whatever. By the way, it's still real to me. That's my pro wrestling show. Zaslow Show 2.0. It's still real to me. It's usually on Saturdays, me and my pal Joey Levin. And we did it yesterday. We did it last night because I was away. Because I was, uh, uh, Zazzle family is a skiing family now. And since I was away over the weekend, we did It's Still Real to Me last night. So 
If you missed the episode this weekend because there wasn't one, you can go back and you can listen to last night's episode. Obviously, it's predated from Monday Night Raw. But I wanted to watch Monday Night Raw live last night. And I was like, all right, I, you know, I got to watch Georgia TCU. And, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you, like, oh, I knew Georgia was going to blow him out. I really didn't put that much thought into it, you know? I don't know. I, 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 I couldn't get into the game. I couldn't get fired up for it. But that was one of those instances where, all right, I got to sit down and watch this game. Got to do it, you know? My son wanted to play video games. My younger son, he wanted to play on his Switch on the big TV in the Zaslow Mansion family room. He's like, do you have to watch this game? I go, yeah. It, like, I didn't want to. But that, that's, that's what my younger son always says to me. If he, if he wants the TV because he wants to play a Switch. Although, he could, there are several different rooms in the house that he could set up the Switch on. He wants the big TV in the Zaslow Mansion family room. He'll say, do you, ha- do you have to watch this? Yes, I do. So anyway, so I'm sitting there and I'm watching the game last night. And it, tur- it, it was obviously the worst game, but it was also the best game. Because at 38-7, to 7, I got to turn that shit off. I'm like, I'm done with this shit. I, I'm not watching this anymore. So, so- 38-7, two teams I don't care about, a game I don't really want to watch anyway? Yeah, we're done here. And then I put on, uh, I put on Monday Night Raw. So I didn't see a... S- Monday Night Raw was awesome. That's two straight weeks. I think Monday Night Raw has been fantastic. And I didn't watch a single second of the second half of that national championship game. Not at all. Didn't watch any of it. Uh, so it was the best national championship game, and it was also the worst national championship game. And... It's also the worst national championship game because I don't remember another championship game where, yes, of course, I shut off the entire second half, didn't watch any of it, but there have been plenty of blowouts in terms of, you know, an NBA Finals game, even a, even a Game 7 or a clinching. Usually, Game 7 is usually not a blowout, but a, a clinching game in the NBA Finals, there, there have been blowouts many, many times. World Series game, clinching game. There's been eight nothing, you know, clinching game of a World Series. Hockey too, like it happens all the time. Stanley Cup Finals, but I'll stick with it because I want to see the emotion of the players when they won. You know, the second the game, it's like I, I got to see it. There are certain things you have to see. I, I have to see when the Stanley Cup comes out. They're onto the ice. You got to see that. There, there's something about that Stanley Cup, you know. I got to see the Stanley Cup presented. So it doesn't matter if it was a sweep or if, if, if the clinching game was a blowout. I got to see the Stanley Cup. So I'm sticking with the game. Or at the very least, I'll turn back and forth and then make sure I catch the end, you know, if the game's a blowout, if the series is a blowout. So I, I got to stick with that. NBA Finals, I like seeing the reaction afterward. You got to see that. Uh, and, and, you know, basketball is my favorite sport. NBA is my favorite league, although sometimes you wouldn't be able to tell because I'm very critical of the NBA, rightfully so. And, you know, with the NFL, yeah, I, I want to see the players reacting at the end. I want to see the, the trophy presentation. I want to see the post-game interviews. So I never bail. And World Series, too. You always love the celebration of the World Series, the dog pile. That's always fun. I, I, I don't ever remember bailing on a championship game. It was the best game because I got to turn it off and I wasn't that interested anyway. But it was the worst game because I don't ever remember bailing on a championship game. I obviously didn't care about the game anymore. I didn't care about seeing the reaction of the kids for Georgia, maybe because they won last year. I know not every kid was on that team, but you understand what I'm saying? I didn't care about them being handed that trophy. I don't know. I guess I was kind of down on college football last night. I wasn't into it. So it was the best and it was also the worst championship game 
I, I just, I totally bailed on it. I wasn't interested. I had to watch my stories. So, even with, you know, Super Bowls, you know, when I was growing up in the 80s, and, and, and it really into like the first half of the 90s, you, you go look up the Super Bowls back then. Games were terrible. That was always a thing. Every year, the Super Bowl sucked. And then it got to a place, you know, once in a blue moon, you would get Giants-Bills, uh, which was, what, 91? You would get Giants-Bills, amazing games. Like, oh, my God, the Super Bowl was so good this year. Because most years, it was like 49ers-Broncos. But then you got to a place, late 90s, where I, I don't know where it started, but there then began just a run of six Super Bowls. Just awesome games. And that's usually the case. Now, every now and then, you'll get the stinker. Back then, every now and then, you would get the good game mixed in. Every now and then now, you get the stinker mixed in. Every now and then now, you'll get the Patriots-Rams, which was what the second one, which was, what, 13-3. Every now and then, you'll get, you know, Giants-Ravens, which was, what, 34-7. I know that was, like, early 2000s. Every now and then, you get the... Every now and then, you get the 40-8 Seahawks over Broncos. But most of the time now, Super Bowl is a great game. Most of the time now, you get a game like we got, you know, you'll get uh, uh, the, the Chiefs 49ers and they come from behind. You'll get what was a blowout but ended up being a classic. You'll get Patriots, Falcons. You, you, you know, so normally you get the good game. Back then, though, when I was a kid, Super Bowl sucked. But last night, best and worst championship game the worst for obvious reasons terrible game didn't have to watch anymore the best because i didn't have to watch anymore so again make sure you go vote zaslow show poll question today zaslow show 2.0 poll that had to be on on your mind watching the game even even all even all three of the college football playoff games even watching ohio state and georgia watching tcu michigan I guess also at the same time, it's like, wow, would Michigan just have gotten smacked around like that too? Because TCU was in control that whole game against Michigan. Um, And I don't want to hear about the Alabama stuff. They didn't deserve to be there. But that had to be on the Canes fans' mind, right? After watching the national championship, the Miami Hurricanes are how many years away? That's today's Zaslow Show 2.0 question. And it feels like they're light years away. I know we keep getting the news, man, Miami Hurricanes, Mario Cristobal is recruiting that amazing offensive line. They're getting all the good players. They're going to be really good. Okay, that, that, like, cool. Uh, although I feel like we go through this every year. Like, is there ever been, like, when's the last year for the Hurricanes? Like, man, they ain't getting good recruits. They're, 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 they're going to be worse this year. When's the last year that the Canes fans said, yeah, I don't think we're going to be as good this year as we were last year? That never happens. So I... I, I choose not to get excited about the Canes because it's been so long. But I understand, you, you know, it is what it is. It looks like Mario's getting the good kids. But it feels like they are light years away from competing with any of those teams that we just saw. Like, in a different stratosphere, light years away from competing with those kind of teams. And I, I do, as I was watching the game last night... I did say to myself, though you you could always you could do this with the USC teams, you could do this with with you know all the Bama teams, you could do this with some of the Gator teams, and you could do it with those Miami teams at the beginning of this century, where it's man, I, I wish we had those teams. I wish those Canes teams back then were right now. 
and you could see what they look like against this kind of Georgia team or against these Alabama teams. But you could do that with, I mean, you know, FSU back in the late 90s, mid-late 90s. Like, you, you could do that as well. Oh, man, I wish, I wish that was how they are right now so we could see how they match up against this type of Georgia team. We, we, we could do that forever. We could do that forever. So, anyway, again, go vote. Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question. It feels like they are light years away. Uh, if you were watching the game last night, all right, if you were watching the game at Briny Pub, you know that's my spot. Look, game sucked, but at least you had good specials, all right? You had live music. You got live music every day of the week at Briny Pub Pompano Beach. World's greatest upscale dive bar. Take Atlantic Boulevard all the way east. Don't park in the ocean, though. When you get to the ocean, you'll see on your right-hand side, on the south side of Atlantic, you're going to see the Briny. Park behind the Briny, because I got free parking there. Don't park at one of the meters. Briny will validate your tag. So, go park behind the Briny. That's free parking. You know, game stunk last night, but at least you had live music. You got live music again tonight, starting at 6 p.m. And, of course, Taco Tuesday means you got Mahi Taco specials tonight at the world's greatest upscale dive bar. You know I'm talking about Briny Irish Pub Pompano Beach. I will see you there this weekend for NFL action, including the Dolphins on Sunday at 1 p.m. at the Briny. So you make sure you go check that out. At least it wasn't a total disaster if you went to the Briny. You got the good food, you got the good drinks, and you got live music. So there you have it. Now also, last night, let's go over a few things. We're going to get some Dolphin stuff. Hey, we got good times, bad, good, good times, and hard times. Which NFL fans, after week 18 and going into the postseason, are having good times right now, and which are having hard times, Daddy. Now, we don't include the Dolphins in that. We do it with the other fan bases. But good times, hard times, we'll get to that coming up. Before we get to some NBA here, I want to get to something else that's been on my mind for really like the last 12, 16, 18 hours, okay? Had to sip my vitamin water. So, I get back from vacation yesterday morning. A week ago, a week ago tonight, was the debut on ESPN Radio of Joe and Amber. Amber and Joe, that's probably the way that I would have went. Joe and Amber, 7 to 9 p.m. every night on ESPN Radio. It was the debut. And you know that's my girl. I haven't been able to listen to a second of the show. I was away, you know. And, and especially because the time difference, although, I mean, how's that going to go? I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down in the hotel. If we're done for skiing for the day, I'm sitting down in the hotel room. I'm listening to my girl, Amber. My wife is right next to me. What the hell are you doing? How's that going to go down? Can't do it. So I haven't been able to listen to any of Amber, any of her new show. So yesterday afternoon, I decided, you know what? Let's go to the Joe and Amber podcast. Let's go check it out. Let's go into the archives. And I find it right there. And I want to listen to like, a, like you know, I'm going to listen on to, to Friday's show. That was the most, I want to listen to the most recent show. And I also don't want to listen to like the DeMar Hamlin stuff. Because that's, it's a little bit depressing and it just, it dominates everywhere. At that point, like, you've heard all the opinions. No one's got a unique opinion on DeMar Hamlin at this point. But on Friday, they did like a real show. So I, I you know, I click on it, read the description, hour one, hour two. It's a two hour show, in and out, very short. And I'm like, all right, let's, uh... Let's listen to a little Joe and Amber. Let me hear how Amber sounds. It's the best thing going on ESPN Radio. Shaking things up. Killing it on first take. They're crazy if they don't have her on all the time. And so I'm reading the description. Which hour do I want to start with? Do I want to listen to hour one? Do I want to listen to hour two? What do I want to listen to? Well, hour two had a really great description from Friday night. 
It's like, you know what? I'm going to listen to hour two because they look like they got a really fun segment here for hour number two called Joe and Amber play big deal or not a big deal. What? What? Joe and Amber do a little big deal or not a big deal. And not even that trick. Not even the trick sometimes that like NFL Network pulls where they say, coming up next, is it a big deal or is it not a big deal? That's a trick because they, they, they change a little bit of the words. You know, mine's big deal or not a big deal. And they'll do, is it a big deal or is it no big deal? They're changing the not into no. You're not fooling me, all right? It's still a copyright. And they weren't even hiding it. I can't believe that Amber didn't decide, hey, just want to, she had tipped me off. Didn't want to just let me know, hey, I want you to know we stole this from your ass. No, no, no. I had to find out because out of, out, out of being a fan of Amber Wilson, I decided I'm going to go back into the archives and I'm going to listen to one of her first shows on my free time. And I have to be smacked in the face with this news. I have to read it myself. Joe and Amber. Not even just Amber Place. She's sharing it. Joe, Another man. Joe and Amber play big deal or not a big deal. What? What? I'm going to sue your ass. I'm going to sue the pants off of her. And I'm going to sue ESPN for everything they've got. Or like everything they've got from 7 to 9 p.m. You know, whatever. I have a copyright on that show. I have a copyright on that segment. Soon that's going to be my show. I'm going to own the show. Because I'm a lawyer. Man. That, that, was, that was very upsetting. Very upsetting. Segment was good, by the way. Let's go listen to them. Go listen to Joe and Amber. 7 to 9 p.m. You listen to Zaslow Show 2.0. Go listen to Joe and Amber. They got a great segment called Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. So anyway. Had to get that off my chest. Very, very, very upsetting. Very upsetting. Had to get that off my chest. The Heat play tonight. The Heat are back in action tonight. They have Oklahoma City coming off of a really tough loss, but one of the best games of the year that I thought they played. I love Jimmy Butler, man. Jimmy after the game the other night, not complaining about the foul, which by the way, <coughs> excuse me, I went and I looked at the NBA two-minute report, the NBA final two-minute report yesterday, and the it was it was graded as the officials had a correct no call on the final play. Royce O'Neal when he clobbered Jimmy Butler, get the f out of here. You know what? It does, not, and you know what? I'm glad that it didn't say that the referees missed it because the NBA two-minute report is so stupid. I I don't know what the point is because if if it does say they missed it, we don't get to play the last play again. It's, it doesn't make anybody feel better. It makes you feel worse, matter of fact. So I'm glad that the NBA, I'm glad that the officials got it wrong on the floor. And I'm glad that the NBA got it wrong when reviewing for the last two minute reports. Get both wrong. I got eyeballs. I watched the game myself. I know what a foul is. And when you get clobbered like Jimmy Butler did on the final play of the game, that's a foul. I don't need a last two-minute report to tell me what a foul is. I know what a foul is. So I'm glad that they didn't say that it was an incorrect no call. They got it wrong on the floor. 
Let them also get it right in the last two-minute report when they review. So I actually appreciated that yesterday. But I love Jimmy Butler, man, because after the game, he's like, I got to make that shot. That's on me. And after the play, like, you know, some of the guys in the Heat were complaining, like Max Struess was complaining, Vic Depot was complaining. The fans were very angry, as they should be. Jimmy, he gets clobbered, gets up and walks off the floor. Like, he is the polar opposite of Kyle Lowry. How could they be such good friends? I mean, seriously. But besides that they're the polar opposite because one guy is awesome and one guy sucks, Lowry complains about everything. Jimmy Butler never complains. Never. That's, that's how you know, like, like, remember last year when Jimmy picked up the, the technical fouls and he got thrown out of the game because, like, he had a three-point play. Remember that story, the whole thing with NBA Radio's Eddie Johnson? This is Eddie Johnson, former NBA player. Remember, that happened, the whole thing with Eddie Johnson, where, oh, is that heat culture to get a three-point play and get thrown out of the game? Because Jimmy got, he converted a three-point play, and then he yelled at the referee, and he got thrown out. When Jimmy's complaining, you know something is very wrong. And besides that, after the game, Jimmy says, I, that's on me, I gotta make that shot. He gets clobbered. Gets up and walks right to the locker room. He does not complain. He knows there's no point. He doesn't not complain because, double negative, terrible English. He doesn't not complain because it wasn't a foul. No, he doesn't complain because they're not going to change the call. They're not going to change their minds. There's nothing he can do about it. And, like, just the exact opposite of Kyle Lowry in that spot. Lowry complains about everything. That's the worst part with Lowry. It's not even that he stinks. It's that he stinks and is also completely unlikable because he's nonstop complaining out there. He's tough to like when he's playing well. But when he doesn't play well, which is most of the time, just a brutal player to watch. Butler never complains. Love it. And we know that the NBA player, there's two things they love more than anything else, to complain and to not play. Jimmy never complains. That, I, I did like that about the finish of the game a couple nights ago. He gets up, he walks away. What am I going to do? I mean, they, they, they blew it. Nothing I going to do. So, the Heat will look to get back in the win column tonight against uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander, one of the leading scorers in the league. He's likely going to be an all-star for the first time. Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, the Heat Thunder tonight. It's a TNT game. So you get a little national love. Uh, our old coach, Stan Van Gundy. Love Stan. He's on the call. He's the analyst tonight, along with Brian Anderson on TNT. So there you have it. Uh, you also get the local love, all right? Bally Sports, Eric Reed, John Crotty. Those are our pals. So you want to make sure you watch those guys as well. And uh, I always watch the local broadcast, though. I don't know. Maybe since, I'm, maybe since I don't do the games anymore, maybe I'll check out the national broadcast. I might do that tonight, actually. I never do that. When I was a kid, you, you know that used to be my style. If the game was also on nationally when I was a kid... I always watch the national broadcast. Not that I didn't like the local broadcast. You know, Eric Reed and, and Dr. Jack. Oh, the greatest Dr. Jack. I love you so much. Not that I didn't love the Heat local broadcast back then. But I would watch the national broadcast because the Heat were so rarely on national TV when I was a kid. And it was, all right, let's hear, let's hear what the national broadcasters have to say about my favorite team. I want to know because, you know, you didn't have all these talking head shows. You didn't have social media. You didn't have the internet. You don't really know what anyone else thinks about your team. So I got to watch the national broadcast. I want I want to hear what the national guys think about my favorite team. Do they think the Heat are good? 
is it possible that they think, do they think Glenn Rice is good? I got to hear what they have to say. I used to always watch the national broadcast, man. Oh, and, and, and Glenn Rice, of course they thought he was good. The best, of course. So I, I might give TNT a little bit of a listen tonight, a, a little bit of a watch. I might do that. All right, very good. So anyway, Heat tonight. Injuries all over the place. Tyler here on Bam at a bio are questionable. Uh, I think Tyler's going to be a go. He seemed to be fine, actually. Bam, I know the x-rays came back negative. That's good, but I could totally see him out. Otherwise, uh, oh, and Lowry, Lowry's been downgraded to out. Lowry's not playing tonight. Who cares? So Gabe Vincent will step right in there. Love Gabe Vincent. It also means more time for Victor Oladipo. And it probably also, uh, and mm, who else will get, yeah, no, probably just means more time for Victor Oladipo. Uh, we talked about this last week. Heat's closing lineup, for me, like it shouldn't include Lowry. Their closing lineup, Oladipo, Hero, Butler, Probably Highsmith at a bio. If you need the scoring, you take out Highsmith, you put in Struess. But that, that's my closing five for the most part. Oladipo, because you got enough offense out there between Oladipo, Hero, Butler, Bam. You got enough defense out there between Oladipo, Butler, Highsmith, Bam. Oladipo, Hero, Butler, Highsmith, Bam. That's my closing five for most games. So, no Kyle Lowry tonight. I, I, don't, I don't think anyone's really caring so much about that. The Heat will be on the big TV tonight in the Zaslow Mansion family room. On the small TV, once it gets going at 9.30, it's a late game tonight, 9.30, Panthers and the defending Stanley Cup champs are having a tough year, the Colorado Avalanche. So, Panthers and Avalanche, can the Panthers bounce back from a 5-1 thrashing uh, at the hands of the Dallas Stars? Panthers stink. Everybody knows that. Uh, we're into the second half of the season. Let, let's go. Let's go. You know, they're a million points back. That top three divisions out of the question. Not even a chance. And they're still very far back of the second wildcard spot. Lots of hockey to play, but it's really tough to make up ground in the National Hockey League because of all, because of the three-point games. So let's see where the Panthers are going into tonight. Hang with me just a second here. Second wildcard spot. The Panthers are six points back. But here's the big problem. They're six points back of the Penguins, and the Penguins have played two fewer games. So you're potentially 10 points back. But they're six points back if you want it, you know, for the sake of accuracy. But with Buffalo and the New York Islanders in between them and that second wildcard spot, the Panthers are 11 points back of the Rangers for the first wildcard spot. So realistically, and they're, the Panthers are... Nine points back of the third spot in the Atlantic Division. So realistically, the Panthers are six points back of really the only playoff spot they can catch. There's eight available, and really the eighth one is the only one that they could potentially catch. Even though we have exactly 41 games remaining in the season. Oh, what a disaster of a season it's been. NBA last night, though, there was some action we got to get to before we get to the Dolphins here. NBA, we had some stuff going. Let me let me take a little look here. All right, then I want to get to the first round games uh, for this weekend. The, the wild card, super wild card weekend's going to be so good. So last night, you had the Celtics. Celtics beat the Bulls 107-99. Jason Tatum at 32 points. Uh, Grizzlies. How about the Grizzlies? A seventh consecutive win, 121-113 over the Spurs last night. The Grizzlies are tied for first with Denver in the Western Conference. The Grizzlies. 
I love that Western Conference. Interesting as hell. Seven straight now for Memphis. The Bucks came back from 17 down in the second half to beat the Knicks 111-107. to Jalen Brunson at 44. That's a career high for Brunson. And I got to tell you, I did not like the Brunson signing. I, I, I thought, number one, their backcourt was going to be way too small. But Jalen Brunson has been, he's playing at an all-star level. He's playing the best ball of his career. Career high last night. And I kind of figured, you know what? Like, Brunson, good player. But does he make you that much better? I mean, the Knicks are a 500 team. They're like two games over 500. They're a game above. Oh, so I think they're three games over 500. They're, I, I believe they're a game ahead of Miami. Uh, or two games ahead of Miami. Brunson's made them better. And he's been worth the money. He's, he's really good. So I was wrong about that signing. That's turned out to be a good signing for New York. And the Nuggets beat the Lakers. Get this. Nuggets beat the Lakers last night, 122 to 109. Nikola Jokic, 14 points, 11 rebounds, 16 assists. 16 assists a lot. 14, 11, 16, triple double. All right, triple double for Jokic. No big deal, right? Took five shots. Made all five. Five for five field goals. One for one from three. Nikola Jokic did not miss a shot last night. That's incredible. Has there ever been a triple-double where a player did not miss a shot? I don't know. Call ES- Somebody call ESPN Stats and Info. Yo, someone part, of my, someone part of my team here, call ESPN Stats and Info. Has it ever happened that a player has gotten a triple-double without missing a shot? But it's not even like, and it's, you know, oh, but he, he only took five shots. That's incredible. That Nikola, they could win. And by the way, they're, they're facing that same Laker, no LeBron, no Anthony Davis. They're facing that same Laker team that he got embarrassed against. All right, so who cares they beat the Lakers? But the two-time defending league MVP, triple-double, five field goal attempts. That's it. For the best team in the Western Conference. Number one team tied with Memphis in the Western Conference. That's pretty incredible. That, you you got to give it up. I know not everyone loves Jokic. He's not a favorite of like, you, you know, the casual NBA fan. The stats guys, the analytic guys love Jokic. Jokic is not a fan favorite uh, as far as the, the casual fan goes. But that's really impressive, man. That they, They're winning games. They're first place in the West. He, he's a triple-double almost every night, it seems. And... He has the temperament. What other star player who can have a great game like that, a triple-double? What other star player can have a great game, their team continues to win, and he's content with taking just five shots? Can't name it. Giannis ain't taking five shots, nor should he. Luka's not taking five shots. Mavs won't win, nor should he. Uh, Tatum. Tatum's not taking five shots, nor should he. Jokic, five shots. All right. Still going to be first place in the West. That's pretty impressive. That's impressive stuff right there. I'll tell you, one thing, uh, like, I miss doing the Heat broadcasts. I did it for 12 years. Uh, But but one thing I, I, I don't miss about being on the broadcast... I like being at home and watching these games. I like relaxing. Like tonight, you got the Heat at 7.30. 
You got the Panthers at 9.30. It also got NXT, uh, NXT New Year's Eve. New Year's Evil, which I'll, I'll get to, actually. I'm going to watch that. Um, I like being at home, be able to chill and watch the games with a cold can of Johnny Cuba in my hand. That's right. Just relaxing. Just chilling on the couch, watching my teams with a can of Johnny Cuba. A six-pack of Johnny Cuba. I can have a couple if I want, even though it's a weeknight. Why not? Johnny Cuba, if you haven't tried it, we're talking muy delicioso. European roots with a Caribbean soul. Start your evening with a refreshing German lager in a can. A six-pack of Johnny Cuba. I love the videos that you guys send to me. Where it's like, man, Zazzle, I didn't even know about Johnny Cuba. Juan is so happy to hear about that. Zazzle, I didn't even know that Johnny Cuba. Now I'm going out. You can get a Sedano's, Presidente, Wendixki, Fresh, Soy Moss. You got specials throughout this holiday. It's still holiday season. You got specials on six-packs of Johnny's. So go out there. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba and keep sending me the videos. I love, I put it on my story and then like you're out there for everybody to see. You're enjoying your new favorite beer, the official beer of Zazlo Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. So go keep sending me those videos at J on Instagram or at Zazlo Show on Twitter, whichever. And don't ever forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. So tonight, Heat and Panthers, like I told you, we got that going on. I, I, I'll, I'll get to NXT New Year's Evil. But I do want to say, and you know, make sure that you check out. It's still real to me. We 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 did a, a kind of a bonus episode, I guess, yesterday, last night, because we didn't do one this weekend because the Zazla family's a skiing family now. But make sure you go back and check out. It's still real to me. It doesn't have everything that took place in Monday Night Raw last night, but otherwise, we talked about all the big stuff in the past week. Vince McMahon being back in WWE, uh, Mercedes Monet, who used to be Sasha Banks. She's now uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Is she going to be in AEW tomorrow night? Uh, Royal Rumble's coming up. Best time of the... Oh, my God. The Royal Rumble's so good. We, we did uh, some light Royal Rumble predictions last night. So go back and you can check that out. You can see what's going on. All right. Otherwise, and make sure, again, at Zaslow Show, go vote. Let, let me see if we, we got an update here as far as the polls go. You want to go out there and vote. Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question today. After watching the national championship, the Miami Hurricanes are how many years away? And the leader at 70% of the vote now is they're light years away. Your choice are one to two years, five years, or light years. 70% of your vote is saying that they are light years away. Oh, that's hard times, daddy. All right. Speaking of hard times, daddy, let's do some good times and hard times. Hard times I win. The auto workers are out of work, and they tell them, go home, and hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years, 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard time. That's hard time. Hard times, daddy. Here's what we got. You know how we do good times and hard times every Tuesday based on other NFL fans what kind, of, what kind of week that they had, all right? After week 18, going into the postseason or going into the offseason, which teams right now having good times and who's having hard times, daddy? Of course, we will start out with the good times. Number three, the team that is having good times are the Chicago Bears. How are the Bears having good times, Zaslow? They finished the year 3-14 and 14 because they have the number one overall pick in the draft because 
their former coach, Lovey Smith, who was fired just hours after Week 18 concluded on Sunday. They were so pissed off the Texans' front office because Lovey Smith gave away. Said, you know what? I'm going to be fired. I'm taking that number one pick with me. Decides to go for two at the end of the game, and he gets it. They beat the Colts 32-31, and the Texans drop to the number two overall pick, while the Bears, a gift from their former coach, they have the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. So number three, good times for the Chicago Bears fan. Number two, the Seattle Seahawks fan is having good times. You can't tell me if you're a Seahawks fan. You know about 12th man? You can't tell me if you're a Seahawks fan that you weren't going into the final game of the season saying, okay, we're going to beat the Rams most likely, but then we need the Lions to win at the Packers. And we also need the Lions to do us a solid after us winning knocks them out of playoff contention. That's a lot to ask for, but it happened. So the Seahawks got an overtime win on Sunday afternoon and then Sunday night, although it was afternoon for them, time difference. They then got to watch the Lions beat the Packers. That's a pretty damn good day. The Seahawks fan, number two good times and number one, the best times after week 18. The Jacksonville Jaguars fan, after the worst coach in NFL history, Urban Meyer, just one year later, they win the division. And you know what? It's not like they totally backed into winning the division. They were over 500. We've had those years where a 9-7 and seven team wins a division. It's like everybody makes fun. Well, this team was 9-8, and eight, but here's the thing. They finished the season red hot. Like, they took that division. They did. They played well. They got a franchise quarterback. And that crowd, you were able to see in that crowd, was hot as hell on, on Saturday night. So, number one, Jaguar fan. Good times. Number three, Bears fan. Number two, Seahawks fan. Number one, the best times after week 18. The Jacksonville Jaguars fan. Now it's do hard times, daddy. Number three, the Houston Texans fan. For exactly what I said. For the second year in a row, their coach is one and done. All right? They fired Lovey Smith, which, okay, that's fine. But they also lost the number one overall pick. They don't have a whole lot of hope right now. So the Texans fan, that's hard times, daddy. Number two, the Steelers fan. The Steelers, yes, you're happy that it's an above 500 season again or a non-losing season, again, for Mike Tomlin. They finished the year, I think they won five in a row to finish the year. And they did what they needed to do. They needed all three things to happen. They needed to win against the Browns. They needed the Patriots to lose to the Bills. And they needed the Dolphins to lose to the Jets. The first two happened, the third one didn't. So the Steeler fan is having hard times right now. And number one, the hardest times after Week 18... Were being had by the Packers fan. Yup, the Packers, they win four in a row. They're definitely going to make the playoffs. All they got to do is win a night game at Lambeau Field against the Detroit Lions, and they lose. That's a shocker. Packers fan, hard times, daddy. So number three, hard times, Texans fan. Number two, hard times, Steelers fan. Number one, hard times, daddy, the Packers fan. And that right there is another addition of good times and hard times, daddy. Wow, good job by everybody. So, there's nothing really new with the Dolphins. Tua still, you know, hasn't progressed in the concussion protocol. He's he's still, you know, which is, I mean, it's interesting because he, he self-reported the symptoms, obviously, the next day. And now we're eight days later and he hasn't progressed at all 
in the concussion protocol. And I'm not saying that there's anything fishy there. What I'm saying is he ain't playing this weekend. He's not playing this weekend. Um, if Tua were to play, which he won't, but if Tua were to play, see, here's the difficult part, because if he were to play and suffers another concussion, like right now, the Dolphins are going to go into the offseason. Tua's going to be the quarterback. He was too good this year for them to, to, to look for another option. Even with injury history. He was too good. But if he plays this weekend and suffers another concussion, you're going to have to consider a different direction in the offseason. Because he may not be able to play anymore. A fourth concussion in one season? Not even that maybe he wouldn't get cleared, but like may- maybe he would consider retiring. I He's so close to a huge payday that I don't think that would be the case. But if you're the Dolphins and he gets a fourth concussion, you're like, we, we can't rely on him. Unfortunately, you can't rely on him. He's way too prone to concussions now. So for his safety and for our future, we got to consider other options. So it's so dicey whether or not Tua is going to play this weekend because if he were to suffer another concussion, he's you probably have to look for another quarterback next year. I, I don't see a scenario where he plays. I don't see it. Uh, I think the Dolphins have no chance if it's Skylar Thompson. The Dolphins are a 10-point, 10.5-point? 10.5-point dog this weekend. I, I know the Dolphin fan doesn't want to hear that, but we've watched Skylar Thompson this year. We've watched him have to come into a game for Bridgewater after one play in New York, and we've watched him with a whole week of practice with the first-teamers, and still doesn't trust what he sees on the field, which is, I guess, normal for a rookie quarterback. That's it's not abnormal. But and I know everyone say, oh, but look what Brock Purdy's doing. Yeah, Brock Purdy's a lot better, a lot better than Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson is not a starting quarterback in this league. I don't, I don't think it's insult. Like, Dolphin does. You may want to hear it, but how could you have any kind of confidence going into this game with Skylar Thompson if Bridgewater plays? Changes a little bit. I feel like you got a shot. Not a good one. But if Bridgewater plays, I, I think you have a shot in Buffalo. I do. And if Tua somehow can play, he won't, then you got a chance to win. So you go from Skylar Thompson, no chance. Teddy Bridgewater, maybe. Tua, definitely have a chance. Definitely have a chance. But there's nothing new on Tua. As far as the... Okay, I want to take a look at the lines for the games this weekend. So, you got Seahawks and 49ers. 49ers are a 10-point favorite this weekend. Uh, I think the 49ers are going to smoke them. I, you know, the Seahawks, they didn't back into the playoffs. They had to win. They need a little bit of help. But team in the first half of the year was a much better story than the second half. I think the 49ers won 10 in a row. 49ers are going to smoke them. I think they're going to cover the 10. Chargers at Jaguars... Chargers are definitely, uh, and they're not a dog, they're a live road team in wildcard round because the Chargers, are, the, the Jaguars are actually a one-point home dog. I like the Chargers. I hope this is a good game. I'm going to be rooting for the Jaguars. I think they're fun right now, but it, it, I like the Chargers road team to win while Super Wildcard Weekend, but they're not a dog. They are favored. Giants and Vikings. I think Giants are a live road dog. Vikings are a three-point home favorite. It's your standard three points. I think the Giants are a live road dog. I think they can win that game. The Vikings might be uh, the most 
difficult to understand 13-team win in the history of the NFL. Ravens and Bengals. Bengals are a six and a half point favorite at home. Uh, if Lamar Jackson plays, that that number will come down. If uh, if Lamar Jackson does not play, you know what? Either way, Lamar Jackson be super rusty. I like the Bengals covering there. Uh, the game the game will be ugly if Lamar Jackson does not play. I like the Bengals covering, and then Cowboys at Buccaneers. Buccaneers are a three point home dog. <sighs> Cowboys are tough to figure out. You know, Cowboys will give you a 40-3 to against the Vikings, and then they'll give you a 26-6 against the Commanders. And it's not like they didn't have anything to play for. They could have finished first place if things went their way. But with that said, the Buccaneers did make the playoffs at 8-9. and The Cowboys are a 12-win team. I think we're going to get the good version of the Cowboys. Didn't the Cowboys smoke them earlier in the year at Tampa? I think we're going to get the good version of the Cowboys this weekend. I think the Cowboys are going to cover that on the road. So, I like three road teams to win this weekend. Two of which are actually favorites on the road. So, I like the 49ers minus 10. I like the Jack, I like the Chargers minus 1. I like the Giants plus 3. I like the Bengals minus 6.5. I like the Cowboys minus 3. So, I only like one dog, but I like three road teams. This Super Wildcard Weekend. Super Wildcard Weekend so good. Two games Saturday. Three games Sunday. Monday Night Football. Love that they... Ch- was last year the first year they did that with Monday Night Football? I think last year was. I think that was the first time they did that. All right. Anyway. Let's do big deal or not a big deal. Come on now. Big deal or not a big deal. At the end of every show, you know how we do it. All right. Before we get into big deal, not a big deal, though, I got to let you guys know, if you're not feeling well, you got to go with Doctors on Call. Doctors on Call 365. Dr. Alon, he's the medical director, board-certified emergency medicine and residency-trained internal medicine doctor. He comes to your home if you need COVID tests, you need strep tests, you need flu tests, you need IV fluids, vitamin therapy, you need blood drawn, you need uh, prescription filled or refilled, you need x-rays ordered. Doctors on Call 365, they'll come to your home, they'll come to your office, wherever you are. Call them at 786-577-9302. You're going to get someone on the phone immediately, and then you're going to be seen that day. If you call your regular doctor, oh, you don't feel good? You you can't even get out the bathroom floor? All right, we, we, we have an appointment available in March. What? No, you can't wait that long. And while it's self-pay, Medicare acceptance is on the way soon. Private insurance acceptance is coming down the line. While it's self-pay, if you go to the emergency room, you're going to wait forever. And the copay, it's going to be more than what you pay for Doctors on Call 365 to come to your home. Doctors on Call 365.com, 786-577-9302. So yesterday, big deal or not a big deal, national championship game, the college football 2023 Hall of Fame is announced. Got some great players on that list, all right? Reggie Bush, Bryant McKinney, congratulations to him. You got some really good players who are on that list. And so the panel up there, you got uh, it's Reese Davis and Jesse Palmer. I think also you got uh, David Pollock there and Tim Tebow. Love Tebow, all right? And they're sitting there. They're on the panel. They, they announced the list there. Actually, I don't think it was Reese Davis. Whoever, it, it doesn't matter who it was. Whatever. And they announced the list. Okay, fine. And Tebow's got to be saying to himself, why is my... I'm not on the list. Like, he definitely knows he's eligible now. I'm not on the list. 
But whatever, they go to him, he gives reaction, they all give the reaction, great players, blah, blah, blah. And then they pulled a trick on Tebow. There's players that I grew up looking at, players that I had the chance to play against that are absolutely incredible. Wait a minute here. Uh, yeah. Um, well, they're the, I, the best. No, I hold, think hold they're on, the guy on, that's Dan, the best Dan. player in college football history. Yeah, I forgot one name here. The graphic was missing this because we also have a new Hall of Famer. He is arguably the most popular, the most successful, the singularly most impactful college football quarterback of the last generation, perhaps ever to play. Two national championships, a Heisman Trophy. Timmy, congratulations. Thank you, <laughs> hey, hey, this is kind of shocking. Yeah. Did y'all have this like? <laughs> did y'all have Bro. this planned or something? Dude, if there has ever been a first ballot oh. college football Hall of Famer, it's this Thank guy you. right here. Well, honestly, it's just so humbling. Thank you. There's so many people that are a part of this. He's such a massive part of this. All the coaches, my teammates. This is a humbling award, but this goes to uh, all of my teammates that I got the chance to play with. And um, it's, you know, it's, it's humbling when uh, my granddad dreamed of getting the chance to see Florida win an SEC championship, and he died before that happened. Oh. So when we were playing, we were playing for something a lot bigger than just winning or losing a game. Something uh, is a lot bigger than just a pigskin. You're playing for, <laughs> for family, for relationships, for loved ones, and that's why college football is unrivaled to me. That's Special a big game. deal. Awesome. Uh, he's the greatest college football player ever. You know, and not just not just you know skill level. We're talking everything, the accolades, the accomplishments, the uh, you know the intangibles. All he's the greatest college football player ever, and it's just so easy to like. He definitely knew that he was go- that he was going to be on that list. They put the graphic up there. He's not on it. He doesn't even blink. Gives his opinion. Gives his thoughts. Gives the praise to those players, and then they surprise him. You are on the list. They, they come out and they give him, like, a plaque or whatever. And, you know, he gives a nice little speech there. He gets choked up. He, he is he's so likable. I love that guy. So that's a big deal, of course, Tim Tebow going into the College Football Hall of Fame. How about this? So the Panthers are at the Avalanche tonight. We know Connor McDavid. He's uh, Connor McDavid is, well, Nathan McKinnon plays for the Avalanche. Connor McDavid, he plays for the Oilers. Connor McDavid is uh, one of the great players in the National Hockey League. And... Connor McDavid revealed that he uh, has a, a superstition before every game. That he, for his entire career, dating back to God knows when, wears the same pair of socks. And they showed these socks. It's it's so foul and disgusting. Now, I'm not saying they doesn't wash them. But there are holes everywhere. The toes are all sticking out. It's They're, 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 they're completely black. I don't know if they started black... It's disgusting. It's so gross. This is a big deal. Connor, you're, you're, you're one of, if not the best player in the National Hockey League. Get yourself a new pair of socks. You're not good because of the socks. What's the matter with you? All right. Number three. Tonight, NXT New Year's Evil. I think this is a big deal. I don't normally watch NXT. I don't think NXT, well, don't think it's not as good as it used to be. But there's some things that are good on the show. And tonight, NXT New Year's Evil, a special edition of NXT on Tuesday. You got the Women's Battle Royal to decide the number one contender to the new champion, Roxanne Perez. I'm interested. I I love a good Battle Royal. So NXT New Year's Evil, I'm going to watch that Battle Royal tonight. That's a big deal. I'm into that. 
All right, I got two more for you here. So after the Patriots lost, and I love it, they, they suck. Mac Jones, he threw three interceptions. He also had three touchdowns with three interceptions. He's, he is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the league, if not the worst, all right? And, of course, the Patriots, they lose. Dolphins need them to lose. They did. I hate that team, and Mac Jones sucks. Here's Bill Belichick yesterday. He was asked if Mac Jones could be a starting quarterback next year. Mac Jones, you see a player that you envision being your starting quarterback next season, or is this a position you need to reevaluate this offseason? Well, I think there's, uh, you know, Mac has the ability to, um, you know, to play quarterback in this league. And, you know, we have to all work together to try to you know, find the best um, and most, you know, best way to, as a, as a football team, um, which obviously the quarterback's an important position to be more productive than we were this year. That doesn't sound like an endorsement. All right. I, I don't know, you know. Brady go back there, sure, it's possible. Do they get Garoppolo back? David Carr, uh, Derek Carr, excuse me. Mac Jones is not going to be their quarterback next year. I've seen enough of Mac Jones to know he stinks. So I thought it was pretty telling there from Belichick. If Mac Jones can play quarterback in this league. That's not what you were asked. All right, you know that. That's not what you were asked. Finally, so that's a big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal. Granted, she stole this segment for her show, Joe and Amber, but big deal or not a big deal that yesterday on uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Amber Wilson made a special appearance on the show. I did have a private message. Uh, well, it's going to be public for you, Keyshawn, from our own <laughs> Amber Wilson. Yes, I would love to hear Amber. It's an 814 receptions, 10,571 yards, 64 touchdowns, three Pro Bowls, a Super Bowl, Dolphins takes... Oh, for 100. Amber Wilson, zero receptions, zero yards, zero touchdowns, zero anything in terms of the NFL. Dolphins takes, however, about 100 and oh. And why? Why do I know more about football than Keyshawn Johnson? Because Keyshawn, you forgot to believe. You stopped believing. You forgot. We don't need to win in the month of December. We don't even have December down here in Florida. Who needs winter? We don't need winter. We're still going to make it into the postseason. It's 75 degrees, sunshine, and palm trees every single day outside down here in Florida. We're going to dance our way into the postseason. Need us to do it with our third-string quarterback? No problem. Need our defense on the final play of the game to cover the spread? We got that done, too. Need it to be as ugly as possible against the New York Jets? That's fine. We'll give you the ugliest game maybe in NFL history. But you know what? We got the dub, baby. And we're getting into the postseason, okay? You and me, Keyshawn, that fancy NFL career of yours. And here we are, both ESPN Sports Radio hosts. It's just that one of us has the good takes and is so very right. And one of us just has terrible takes and is so very wrong. Oh, God. <laughs> I love that. Ah, that's right. How about our girl Amber Wilson there putting the king of Cuck Mountain, Keyshawn Johnson, in his place? Uh, again, make sure you listen to Amber every weeknight, ESPN Radio, even though she stole Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. 7 p.m. each night on ESPN Radio. She's obviously going to kill it, and they're nuts if they don't keep putting her on first take. That right there, that's a big deal. Oh, and that is another edition, a Tuesday one. A big deal or not a big deal. Wow. Special thanks, of course. Obviously, thanks to everyone who put together a great show today. Appreciate all your hard work. 
And always a huge special thanks to Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, title sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0. If you're dealing with a personal injury from an accident, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. They will take care of you and get you the money that you deserve. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, tell your friends, tell your family about the show, tell your mother I say hello. It's all good for the algorithm. You know the algorithm, that ends up making me all the monies. So I appreciate all of that. Again, thanks so much for listening to the show. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, and right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry. They specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com. 954 Five eight nine two two zero four.